0: A guilt-free shower, even in droughts. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler.
1: I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water.
0: The surface temperatures of more than half of the world's oceans are excessively hot, which is becoming the new normal threatening marine life all over the planet.
1: New research from the Monterey Bay Aquarium shows that heat extremes started about seven years ago and now cover nearly 60% of all the seas increasing the risk that critical ecosystems like coral reefs, kelp forests, and seagrass meadows will collapse.
0: The heat affects the health of sustainable fisheries and could lead to the loss of plant life that buffers coastal regions from extreme weather events and also acts as carbon sinks storing human-generated greenhouse gases.
1: The new research shows that the extreme heat was particularly severe in some parts of the ocean. The South Atlantic passed the point of no return 24 years ago. Among the worst affected areas are those off the northeast coast of the U.S. and Canada, Somalia and Indonesia, and in the Norwegian Sea.
0: Warming is happening at a rapid pace. Now, temperatures occurring routinely would have been rare just 100 years ago. Earlier studies have shown an increase in the number of heat waves in the ocean that have killed sea life similar to how wildfires devastate forests.
1: As the earth warms, it's likely that demand for home air conditioning will increase. Now a new study shows that there could be prolonged blackouts in the U.S. if there isn't an increase in cooling efficiency or capacity.
0: Technological improvements in air conditioning appliances or the power grid could supply the additional demand, which will be needed, particularly in the South and Southwest.
1: But without the capacity to meet that demand, Rolling blackouts like those in California in 2020 might be imposed during extended periods of heat. In about 10 years, the state could experience the loss of air conditioning for about a week during the summer.
0: Assuming global warming stays at 1.5 degrees Celsius, people living in some Midwestern states could experience 12 summer days without air conditioning. The authors emphasize that the impact will be felt disproportionately on marginalized communities that are more vulnerable to heat-related health effects and disasters.
1: Cigarette butts are one of the biggest sources of litter on the planet, with about $4.5 being tossed every year. More than unsightly, they contain toxic chemicals and woven plastic fibers that eventually flow through waterways into the ocean where they do serious harm to aquatic life.
0: Cleaning up the waste is expensive and time-consuming, so a startup near Stockholm, Sweden called Corvid Cleaning has turned to crows to do the dirty work.
1: In a pilot program, the organization has trained birds to pick up cigarette butts and drop them in a special vending machine or bird bin, which dispenses food in exchange. The bin can tell the difference between leaves or stones and only offers rewards for cigarettes.
0: Crows, which are members of the Corvid family that also includes ravens, were chosen for their intelligence and reasoning ability, which research suggests is equivalent to that of a seven-year-old child.
1: The organization says the crows participate voluntarily for as long as they want. They plan to study if the program is changing the birds' behavior, but because the crows live in cities, their activity is already shaped by people.
0: They are also mindful that handling the cigarette butts could be harmful to the crows, so they will monitor levels of compounds in the birds before rolling out the operation across the city. The obvious question is why we can teach birds to pick up trash, but not train smokers to stop littering.
1: And finally, much of the U.S. West and Midwest suffered severe to exceptional drought last summer, and many residents were asked to conserve water. So imagine that despite restrictions, you could take a long, hot shower while barely wasting a drop or using much energy.
0: That's the pitch of a new recirculating shower technology that continuously filters, sterilizes, and reuses water that would otherwise go down the drain. A handful of companies see its promise as climate change warms the planet and droughts intensify.
1: One recirculating shower startup is called Orbital Systems, whose founder had collaborated with NASA to devise a sustainable water supply system for a Mars mission.
0: Recognizing the unsustainable use of the resource on Earth, the company designed a shower that reduces water consumption up to 90% and energy use by 80%, compared to a conventional shower.
1: Sensors evaluate the water quality that flows down the drain 20 times per second and analyze what's too dirty to reuse. The rest is diverted to a filter that removes impurities and then sterilizes it with UV light.
0: Other startups are bringing recirculating showers to market, mostly in Northern Europe, with plans to expand to drought-prone regions in the US.
1: Given that the EPA says showers account for nearly 17% of indoor water consumption and use lots of energy, systems like these could be attractive, that is if you can afford one. They'll set you back four to six, thousand dollars, but showering with a clean conscience priceless.
0: That's it for this week in water. Support comes from Wrightwater Water Engineers, providing water resources engineering in Colorado and beyond for more than 60 years. Projects, services, and resumes are online at WrightWater.com.